Hey, this is Derek Green from Sepultura. You're listening to The Underground. This is Christian from El Nino. This is Dino Cazares from The Fear Factory. Hey, this is Jerry Only. This is Jesse Leach from Kill Kitchen Gage. Hey, this is Richard Patrick from Filter. This is Sonny from The Bad P.O.D. This is Sully Erna from Godsmack. Welcome to The Underground, Australia's home of rap, metal, and alternative music. Progressive metal geniuses Stella Circus join me, Ned, on The Underground. Fellas, what's going on? Hey, Ned, thanks for having us, man. Man, thank you for joining me. First up, congratulations on the new album. It's a fantastic one. Thank you so much, man. Uh, no problems at all. All right. Well, I'm super new to you guys. Like I was just saying a little bit there off air. Forever searching for that sort of new sound. And I think I've found it in you. It's one of the most unique, I guess, blends of music ever. What sort of would you describe as your genre? Oh, man. I would say that normally we, I guess, fall in the uh, progressive metal realm, though as much as I like progressive music, some some of the other guys like, like Ben and Jesse aren't as into that, so it kind of falls into this place, I guess, somewhere in the middle. Our influences are kind of all over the place, but we do all connect on... You know, bands like Carnival and Deftones and Tool. Love that right there. I grew up on Deftones and Tool, so I very much can see why I dig you guys. It's like melodic at times. It's soft. At other times, it's crazy. It's just like the perfect blend, I think. Appreciate that, man. We try not to, like, pigeonhole ourselves too much into one category or another. We, We don't really focus on, hey, do we want this to be a prog album or this or that? We go track by track. We try to uh, just serve the song and play what we're hearing. Everybody kind of, you know, has their own voice for their own instrument. So we just see how we can make that fit right. And then whatever the song leans to, it leans to. So I think, you know, just like a, a larger umbrella of like rock or maybe metal. We don't we don't mind being generalized. Yeah, love that right there. All right, fellas. Well, let us know how the band got going. You guys released your first album in 2018, right? How long have you guys been around? So they actually released the self-titled EP before either of us were in the band. I joined in uh, late 2016. They released that EP in 15. And then Jared actually joined us in 19 after Ways We Hunt and wrote Sight to Sound with us. So the band's been around since 15, technically. Oh, man. So you're pushing 10 years now. And when did you get signed to Nuclear Blast Records? I think that was just about exactly a year ago today. Mm-hmm. We couldn't announce that for a while, but that was very exciting. And we've been sitting on this music for a little bit, so it's exciting to finally get to share it. But yeah, we actually recorded it, getting on for two years and a few months now, so ago. So it's exciting to finally have it out there, man. Man, that's crazy. So you've just been sitting on this new material for a minute. I was going to say, was I talked to a lot of people and they say that they recorded a whole bunch during that COVID sort of period. Was that, I guess, two years ago was after it, but what was the case for you guys? Was that around then or? It was actually, yeah, this was very much during that period. And I guess starting off, we weren't in the same room as often we couldn't be. So it was in that period where things were a little more, I guess, very locked down. We didn't even know if it was safe for us to get together. So there was a little bit of remote writing going on, sending ideas back and forth. Normally we prefer to all be in the same room. That's really when things start flowing for us. But we did what we could with what we had and got 
got some ideas moving around that time. Then when we were able to get together and actually explore that in person, that's when things started to really move along. And that was all during that time. And then we sat on the album for, the reason why we kind of sat on it for a while is because we were previously unsigned before Nuclear Blast. And we kind of felt, you know, we were being told by our producer and some some other people who uh, have been in the industry longer than us that this is where you guys are. You're probably going to start getting hit up a little bit more. And we'd had offers in the past, but having this new album done, mix mastered, ready to go, it was, you know, we just decided rather than trying to release it independently and get it out earlier, which obviously we wanted to get it out as soon as possible. You know, we knew the best thing to do would be to, to wait until we found the right group to be with. And we spoke to three, four, five different entities kind of all at the same time. Did a showcase or two for some of them and Nuclear Blast was just, I mean, all the offers were, were great. Everyone was very nice. Nuclear Blast just was ahead of everybody else. It was not only the, you know, a great deal, but really wonderful people and we're working with like Monty Connor, you know, the, he's a legend. Yeah, really Monty, sweet guy. Monty from Nuclear Blast really fell in love with Witch House in particular. We sent him a few highlight tracks that we kind of all agreed were some of the best and he he really fell in love with Witch House and was very intent on that being the lead single. Oh, so. yeah, right. There you go. So well, did they come to you or were you shopping yourself around a little bit? Yeah, we, uh, we've we been working with Frank and Jake. They actually manage Dream Theater and Haken, and they were helping us kind of shop ourselves around. And they they knew Monty. I think they had a personal relationship with him. So, so yeah, they were definitely a, a huge help in getting us in you know Monty's ears and, and other people's so we definitely yeah. had some help oh, nice man and you're saying that they thought the Witch House video was the best one I actually wanted to ask you about that video what's sort of going on in there tell the simple Australian what, what's happening in that video ooh yeah, Erez had a kind of a vision for that. I don't know if I want to necessarily answer that directly or, or kind of give uh, <laughs> give up <laughs> exactly what's going on because I definitely like to leave it open for interpretation, but I also don't want to do an injustice to his idea of the video. But it was, yeah, it was, it was really cool. I, I like how, I, I especially like the ending scene with the two girls and, and the moth and uh, kind of how it all culminates there. But... I, I don't know, man. I, I might want to take a back seat or kind of sit with you on this one. Be like, what is going on in this video? <laughs> I can tell you two things for a fact. Number one, there is a house. And number two, there there is like, you infer that there is a witch. Those yeah. are two solid facts. There may or may not be a witch. May or may not be. Yeah. That is very true. There there are great actresses that were brought on by Ares Bader. He's done all the stellar videos. Great guy. He's done stuff for Between the Buried and Me and the Contortionist among many others once again total sweetheart helped us a whole lot it was a lot of fun making the video we did it not too far from our home base here in winston-salem right down the street here in north carolina i think we spent two or maybe three days on that one and then did some other some other shoots during that time over the course of about a five-day period and great crew a lot of fun and there's still some some things from that shoot that you haven't seen yet that you will from that few days but the witch house video actually was filmed at a haunted trail called spooky woods and they they had a set already there built 
because it was around, I guess it was just after Halloween. So they had the set completely built and it was almost like, like we cheated. Like we had th these really cool props and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, Pro props were already there. Sets were already there. We did have a dude, Dakota, actually help with set design and kind of brought the theme of the video into these sets, but they already were there. Yeah, it was a, it was a haunted trail that was open to the public and they were nice enough to let us use it for the video. Oh, that's awesome. So it looks like it's this big sort of stellar high budget thing and you just say it was there ready to go. Exactly. Yeah, we were we got really lucky with that, man. But I, I love the answer to the question. You basically just left me exactly where I was. I still have no idea what's going on, but if you haven't caught it, you need to check it out. It's called Witch House. To me though, guys, the Sight to Sound album, absolutely fantastic. The song that caught me was Catch Your Death. I think that's probably one of the best songs I've heard and I'm not just saying this like in the last 10 years. That thing is all over the place and just totally caught me off guard and that's the first song that I heard from you guys and I've been exploring you know the last album and this one since so hats off to you on that thank oh, you thank brother. you thank man you. that means a lot uh, for sure man how's the reaction so far been to the album I think it's been I think it's been pretty solid I think I was kind of waiting to see what would happen once the full album dropped I think a lot of our listeners kind of were waiting for that I don't know if that's being presumptuous but I think that a lot of people who listen to us may kind of reserve their opinions for the full album experience listening yeah. to it front to back kind of digesting it and i think that that the response has been good i think that people who fell in love with the ep or with ways we haunt are are digging it i think it's definitely a bit different there was actually a, a guy who reacted to the album and had a whole video that he did that he put on youtube it's like almost two hours long the video of wow. him <laughs> reacting to his first listen and then saying you know what i think i'm gonna listen to it again and then he just kept the video running and listened to it again and i think that it, for some people it's one of those albums you kind of do need multiple listens to digest yeah most definitely that takes me back to what i was saying at the start of this interview or trying to say was is like you're constantly looking for that new sound and i definitely think i've found it with you guys because it's just something outside of the box which is kind of what you're talking about there but switching things up to you guys personally outside of music what do you get into i see star wars there in the background what, what are you lads into Oh yeah, man. Uh, we're, we're actually in the in the room that we write in right now. And you want to take this one first? Yeah, I mean, I think we've all got plenty of hobbies outside of music. It's it's obviously our like the number one most common denominator amongst the four of us. But uh, I spend a lot of time like underwater basket weaving and yeah, know, things <laughs> of that nature. Um, most of us exercise pretty regularly. We just try to you know maintain good health so that it can translate through you know our instruments. Obviously, it's a, much easier to, to like play your instrument proficiently and come up with good ideas if you're you know maintaining yourself well so we all try to be conscious of that um i have no hobbies outside music uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i have no i have none at all yeah i work and try and make enough money to uh sustain doing this and then i you know i come here whenever i can you know usually once or twice a week and, and write with these guys. And yeah, don't really have as much time for video games these days, but I <laughs> do pour a lot of time into uh, some MMOs and things like that, but mostly just uh, music or thinking about the next time I can make more music. MMOs uh, and MMAs, things that, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> 
Oh, I love it there. How about something that you guys, did you, you get much TV time or anything like that? Have you caught anything recently on Netflix or anything like that? Have we got a Stellar Circuits recommendation for you guys to check out that you've dug of late? Man. I'm giving the whole... I don't know. I, don't know. Like, <laughs> the, I think the only, the only video time most of us get is just like the very end of the night, like midnight when, you know, we're having to look after our noise and like our volume. So the music's done and the TV just happens to be on whatever's playing in passing like i don't know i just started watching the boys which is like already about to be in four seasons i think everything i watch is like <laughs> yeah. been done for 10 years and yeah. i'm just now figuring it out but a lot of comedy specials actually so ben and i are we love comedy we try to go see like live comedy shows whenever we can we were just at one last weekend the same night as the album release actually we we kind of nice. got together and hung out over here did our thing as a band and then ben and i went to a show but yeah i don't know i i, I think <laughs> predominantly we're all so engaged with music anytime we're not actually working it's just like sleep shower work music <laughs> you, you're like, do these guys ever leave this basement what is going on right <laughs> <laughs> it's like wayne's world dude we only see this in the basement yeah i love that they love the wayne's world reference a big fan of that growing up man so are you about to take this show on the road or what are we gonna hear some live stellar circuits soon i guess you'll hit the states before you hit australia but has there been any word of heading out our way your way we we hope man there's definitely some things in the works that I can't I can't speak much of yet but I will say that we are we are looking at hitting the road this year and nice. uh, yeah we've we've got some some things locked down and some other possibilities but man I really do want to come down that way though that would be that'd be very yeah. cool between Lying. yeah between like love carnival love voyager I, there's a slew of Australian bands that not only do we love and we're like inspirational for us but we all feel like not only would we love to just do a tour with them Australia would be great home turf anywhere in the world would be awesome but but also we kind of feel that partly because they're uh, inspirational to us I feel like it would be a good fit with a lot of those bands so we would love to to come down to Australia man that would be <laughs> that would be amazing oh most definitely fingers crossed that happens at some stage soon and right before I let you go you mentioned that the album was recorded a couple of years ago now makes me think in the fact that you guys pretty much have just said you don't leave the studio how much unreleased music are you sitting on a good chunk man really yeah 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 so we've got enough ideas easily to fill an album it's just getting them finished buttoned up we're our process probably like a lot of bands we kind of start with the music uh, especially for and you'll hear this probably a lot on sight to sound you'll definitely hear it on the upcoming album most of the ideas now kind of start with the drums and the bass get a nice solid sense of rhythm and then guitars pads come in next or sometimes at the same time there is a lot of times where we're in the the room together kind of creating ideas but i'd say the, the majority of it rhythm first then guitars then the like pads and synth layers whatever in the background extra guitar layers and then ben will put his vocals on it and put his stamp on it once all the music has kind of been more or less solidified and like this is what it is it's done and then when ben gets done with his part we all hear it and that's typically like the end of the process for that song other than just buttoning up a little bit here and there so we're i don't know maybe halfway done with the next I'd batch of tunes something like that roughly yeah the, it was a bit different this time around when we wrapped up ways we haunt we kind of went straight into rehearsal mode and um, just figuring out how to get the record out there and and you know it we, we kind of naturally fell back into writing for sight to sound after a while but with the nature 
picture of how it was this time with kind of the time it took and and just like waiting for one thing or another we've had a lot of time to kind of get moving with more new material so i think i can safely say it won't be another four and a half years this time between albums so <laughs> yeah I don't. I don't think. I don't think it'll be quite that long. Oh, that is awesome to hear. Well, sight to sound is brand new to us at now, anyway. So we've got that to sit on for for a minute until we wait until that brand new music. Thank you guys so much for taking time out and be sure to pick up this album, Sight to Sound. You can pick it up on a very nice looking vinyl too. StellarCircuits.com/store for that one. Tyler, Jared, thank you so much for taking time out. Really appreciate it. Thanks thank so you for much, having us, brother. We appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network, greywolfentertainment.net.